Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning. Are you waiting for the other shoe to drop on the Timberwolves season? I'm going to tell you this morning, it's not going to drop. The Timberwolves are – I don't think it is. Pete, good morning to you. Good morning to you all out there uh, listening to us on The Good Neighbor. Great to have you with us this morning. Uh, barring this team – so a lot – not much has changed since last week. The Timberwolves continue to win. Chris Finch was the NBA's coach of the month of November, and they had a phenomenal November, which makes which makes sense. And We talked about that last week. But – I really do believe, and there, I know that there's people out there going, just just hang on. You know, the Timberwolves <laughs> will come back down to earth a little bit. I think this is earth for them, Pete. I, I really do. I think it's time that we all we all learn how to love again and, and that it's okay <laughs> to give your heart to somebody. It's okay to give your heart to the Timberwolves, Pete. It's okay to like them. So it's yeah. okay to love them. I mean, and we should love them. This is a team that, you know, I, I've said this many times, but – I had season tickets for many years, and that goes back to the Dome. And then you go into the Target Center. And, you know, you've gone through some good and some bad. I can tell you this. I think of all the teams, this is the most complete best team that I can yep. remember. Now, there there have been some great superstars over the years, but I, I would even challenge that. I'd say, well, uh, I, th- I think Carl Anthony Towns is, is a heck of a player. He's finally the player that he would like to be because Rudy Gobert takes care yeah. of all the defensive stuff, right? <laughs> right. And that combination, and then you throw in Nas Reed off the bench. I'll, I'm going to say this about Nas Reed. I almost put him, now he's not in the category, but he's sniffing around in the category of a great sixth man. I mean, the guy comes off the bench, and he is he's a guy that becomes very electric. The fans love him. He's a heck of a player. I'm not saying he's quite Kevin McHale just yet, <laughs> but but in all honesty, he he's a guy who brings something to the to the game. When he comes off the bench, he brings a lot to the game. And you look at what he's able to do. He puts up good points. He does a great job rebounding. He fits right in. And we've got three big men. And then of course you've got uh, one of the most electric guys there is in mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards. So uh, do I think this is just a uh, unless injury, I think yeah. this is a team that actually can continue to move through and get to somewhere very close to where we are right now in terms of the standings. I, I look at the West right now. It's not the West of old. No, it's not. You're right. <laughs> I mean, look at no, the Lakers, not. for crying out loud. I mean, they, they, they're they okay, but they're not dominant like they always have been, it seems like, forever. You know, So I think that there's a lot to be said for that. Now, 
Denver, probably still a better team than we are. But outside of that, even though Oklahoma City's playing pretty well, I, I, I like our chances with the Timberwolves sitting in the number one seed for a while. That's uh, that's disrespectful, Pete, to the in-season tournament champion, oh, Los Angeles Lakers, the yeah. inaugural in-season tournament champion Lakers. What that a was joke. Stu- what a, a stupid st- idea. I'm sorry. I'm I, I, I'll just say it. What a dumb idea. I mean, you guys are ruining one to... of my fast break questions. <laughs> oh, sorry. Then I'll wait. So let me go back into Timberwolves. Ruining. I won't ruin it. Um, he, here's why the reason, and, and I would love to hear what you say, what you think out there on the Cities on Plumbing Talking text line. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. 651-461-9226. Are you all in on Wolves? Are you waiting for the other shoe to drop? Or are you somewhere in between? Everyone's going to be in between. There is no in between. We're not giving you that as an option. <laughs> it's not a choice. You're either in or you're out. Right. Um, what I really love and what I've what I've seen a lot of this year with the Timberwolves, there, there are a couple things that I really, really like. One, the team is playing better second half basketball than they did last year. Right. It, it it never failed. They would have a great first half lead or have a play a good first half. And then in the third quarter, they'd be blown out of the water and, and try to make things up in the fourth and they wouldn't be able to do it. So I, I, I love that, Two, You know, the, the one thing that needs to be better, but I'm not concerned about it is the fact that teams shooting threes against them, that that number is still pretty high. So it could be better, you know, perimeter defense. But if you have to sacrifice something with three big guys playing and, and you're going to say, okay, you're going to beat us, but the only way you're going to beat us is by shooting threes. I'll take that because not all teams in the NBA are great from three point land. They're, They're just not. And so on any given night, they can play a fast lineup. They can play a big lineup. But if I'm if I'm the Timberwolves and I, and the only way you're going to beat me is from three, I feel pretty good about that. One, they're rebounding well. Two, they're playing great, uh, great defense and and really dominating inside the paint. I also love the fact that what do you do? What you you don't agree, Charlie? <laughs> no, there are some balloons going by. Oh, <laughs> we're all seeing each other for the first time. <laughs> no, I, I I agree completely with you, Dave. Uh, no, I, and I'm sorry. I'm all in. I'm all in. This is the problem. See, we clear. can't. You can't keep us together. It's a party when all three of us get together. And yeah, is it somebody's birthday, Dave? I know. Somehow balloons came up on my street. We're just so excited about the Timberwolves. We're partying. Uh, the other thing I really like, I'll, I'll just say this really quick, guys, is, is that even when Anthony Edwards was out or not playing his best, you still got a bunch of guys who, who can take over the game, and yeah. they're winning even if he's not playing his best. The other night – you know, it was, he was like seven of fourteen. It just it, it, it was not a great uh, performance. He's coming back from from a sore hip, but they still win. And yes, they're beating bad teams. I get that. But last year they weren't beating those bad teams at the end of the year, <laughs> and that's a huge deal to me. So I really think, and Pete, you said, and I agree. Barring injury, this team is absolutely legit. Well, we had the load management issue with Anthony. Oh, boy. No, I'm just kidding. No, I agree. <laughs> no, you see that? Oh, man. This, this guy is amazing, I think. You know, and, and he's so against all of that, and I love him for that. And he's he, he got a legitimate injury. We all saw him. He came down very hard on that yeah. hip or whatever. And But I just love the fact that he's out there. He talks about it. He, he brings it up himself yep. and, and how, how he's angry about it. I think the thing about the Timberwolves that makes them so good right now is they're 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 not selfish. They're a very unselfish team. The way they the way they manage to push themselves around and be where they need to be. And to your point, Dave, you were talking about three three point shooting. 
One of the things that I think we've done pretty well on defense, and obviously we sit at, in, in number two in the NBA, is block shots. And it's yes. because our big guys can kind of spread out, especially when you've got all three on the floor at once. They can spread out a little that, bit. Did you see that block that Gobert had the other night? It oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, was that was unreal. exactly what made yeah. me think about it. Yep. Pete, i, I got a quick question for you. Uh, yeah. You were talking about that Anthony Edwards injury. It's a, it's a hip pointer. Did you ever come down with a hip oh. pointer at any point in your career? What the heck is the, it? What does it feel like? They're the worst things you can imagine. <laughs> 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 Anything up near your, your upper, you know, near your waist, whether it's mm-hmm. the hip or something tied to your quad or whatever it might be, uh, those are brutal because – you know, you you really can't even really point to the pain. It's just somewhere in there kind of a thing, and it's and it's brutal. But, yeah, it, you know, it's one of those amazing things, and you see basketball players do it probably more than anybody because they're leaping up into the air. They're, they're unbelievable athletes, and when they come down, they're coming down on wood. I mean, you know, the Oof. one thing on the, on the field, it's not great, but you've yeah. got a little bit of a pad, then you've got that little bit of that turf, you know, it gives a, a something at least, but – yeah, those are some of the some of the worst injuries, and and you know they oftentimes look like something that doesn't. It's why is, why is that guy not playing? Gosh, he he should be able to play. That didn't look that bad. Uh, those can be pretty bad, and they really they really do drag your game down a lot. But Anthony Edwards just missed a couple, and and he came right back, and the guy looks great. Interesting, also, Pete. When, and I imagine at some point in your life you've played on teams that that probably weren't great, and then have made a turnaround. At <laughs> what point? I know Tampa, right? Uh, at at what point, as a player, do you start to believe, or or do you always believe? I mean, is it really true that players at the beginning of the season always think they can win the big one, no matter who they have on their team, or or is that an, an outward statement? But at what point, as a team, do you, or as an athlete, do you start to believe that you can do this? Yeah, I think it's, you know, you got to point, obviously, to the star positions. You know, if you're missing somebody, for instance, in football, obviously, at the quarterback spot, uh, you kind of know what's going to happen. <laughs> you have confidence. You have everything you own for. I'll, I'll give you a great example. When I was with the Vikings back in 1987, God, that's a long time ago. Um, holy smokes. But, you know, you're standing there and you look at, you look at our quarterback room. And you and you're you're sitting there going, well, Tommy Kramer, this guy's pretty damn good. He's all yeah. pro, right? And you got Wade Wilson, this guy's all pro. And then you get down to Rich Gannon. This guy ended up being the MVP of the league. We you look through that group. We had four quarterbacks. I can't remember the fourth quarterback's name off the top of my head. He went to Kansas City, did a great job. I think he was from either USC or UCLA. But in any case, all four guys in the quarterback room at some point in their careers were either all pro or MVP of the league. That's not so bad. And you could see that even when they're young, you could see those guys. But uh, I also was on teams where you didn't see that. And you knew that uh, as good as your defense might be as good as, as good as the team overall is, if you're missing those key positions, uh, you really don't have a chance at the end and you might want to, you might think you can, but the reality is, and, and, you know, it's tough to be too much on the reality side because you do get, you know, caught up in it all and you do love your quarterback or whoever mm-hmm. it might be. But uh, yeah, that's, that's always kind of one of those things where you're looking. I remember looking at Vinny Testaverde thinking, God, I love the guy to death, but God, all he does is throw interceptions. He doesn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> he won the Heisman, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it, it was a different story until he turned about 40. That was, when, that was literally his best games and, and years as a, as a quarterback were his last two or so years yeah. with the Jets.
Way to go. Over 40 quarterbacks. You got to love it. <laughs> I do. Uh, what do you think? Are you all in or are you all out on the Timberwolves? Hit us up on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. We'll get to your calls and texts in a little bit. But coming up next, we're going to switch gears and talk about Gopher football. Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press is going to join us. We're going to talk about that quick lane bowl. Do you have your, do you have your tickets yet? Get them now. They're going fast. We'll be right back. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, you better put Quick Lane Bowl tickets on your Christmas or Hanukkah list. Because I don't even know. Maybe we can get an update on the ticket sales from our next guest. Andy Greeter is the Timberwolves, uh, Timberwolves uh, excuse me, the uh, University of Minnesota Golden Gopher football team beat writer for the Pioneer Press. He also writes about MLS as well. Andy Greeter, good morning to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Do, you, do we have an update on how well tickets are selling for the Quick Lane Bowl? Um, I've got my spot locked down for the third time in nine years. <laughs> So I got, I got that going for me. <laughs> Nothing's um, better than uh, – go as ahead. As far as the used ticket sales go, uh, I've not checked in on that. Um, I, I know that they've they've done a good job in previous years to to go to bowl games and have attendance at them. Um, I'd imagine that this one's going to be down just because, of, like I said, you know, this is the, this is the third time that they've been. Uh, they had a really poor November, losing four straight after, you know, winning the pig. And it's just been a slog this year. So then they're five and seven. Uh, they're going back to a bowl game that, that a lot of people scoff at, and they've done it with a losing record. So I can't imagine that a lot of people are are coming in in droves to to buy tickets uh, to go to Detroit two days after Christmas. Well, I, I'm curious, Andy. When when you look at and everybody's been talking about it, so let's just jump right into the portal. Uh, yeah. Tell us tell us about the portal, the Gophers. And, and maybe just a little bit about uh, are, are we going to lose somebody that we really do care, somebody we really do need to have on the Gophers team? Yeah, you know, so much of, of the transfer portal is about who's leaving, right? And that's the news. 
And this year, uh, as opposed to any other year that I've covered this team in the transfer portal era, there have been a lot of people that, have, that are staying. I think they've got 14 or 15 returning starters next year. And outside of Ethan Kelly, McManus, every one of them has said they're coming back. And that's really important for the Gophers, right? Because P.J. Fleck, Fleck made headlines in September saying that if they don't get enough NIL money, they'll become a triple-A ball club for somebody else. And that's usually somebody that's their best player, their best young player that's proven they can do it in the Big Ten. And somebody else comes in with an offer that they can't refuse, and, and they go somewhere else. The biggest example of that is, is Bucky Irving, who left after his freshman year out of Oregon and has had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. So when Darius Taylor has the September that he had for the Gophers and leads the Big Ten in rushing and is a three-time freshman of the week, uh, a lot of people get concerned around Minnesota because of that Buck Irving example. And he's probably the biggest headliner, I think it was a week ago yesterday, that he said he's coming back for his sophomore year. And that's news now in today's NIL era and, and a school like Minnesota that can get poached and have tampering uh, to get players to leave. So he and Ariate Ursary and Daniel Jackson, like I said, everybody outside of Ethan Kelly Manis is coming back for next year and has had announced that. And that's a huge get for the Gophers because they took their lumps because they were so youthful, but those guys are now coming back to get that experience and hopefully have a better year uh, for the Gophers next year. Andy Greeter from the Pioneer Press and TwinCities.com joining us on the Cities One Plumbing Talk at, excuse me, the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Got to get that one right. Uh, Andy, you wrote a great article this week on how the Gophers were able to land Drake Lindsay from Arkansas. Uh, I, I covered football down there when I worked in that yeah. area, and these kids grow up want. I mean, that is it. They want to play for their college team in Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas. It, yeah. It's so interesting to me how they were able to land this kid. And, and so I have, I have a two-part question. One, explain, as you wrote in the article, just how they were able to get him. And, and two, for people out there like me who worry about what the portal means, um, if this kid comes up here, it probably doesn't play next year, but then has a great year. Is, is he going to leave again? Do you get the feeling that, and I know you talked to him, that he really truly is all in on, on the University of Minnesota? Yeah, so it's it's interesting because he grew up in, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is where the University of Arkansas is. His, his grandpa, Jim Lindsay, uh, won a national championship with the Razorbacks in the 60s and then got drafted and played for the Minnesota Vikings for seven years. His dad played wide receiver for the Razorbacks. His uncle uh, played for the Razorbacks. Two of his cousins, his sister is on the women's basketball team at the University of Arkansas. It's every, it's, it's a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, influence. He grew up a Razorbacks fan. But, you know, he had, he had some good numbers his junior year, uh, but didn't have a whole lot of recruiting interest. It was like Colorado State, UNLV, Alabama, Birmingham. So when the Gophers had uh, a, a quarterback decommit from Georgia in their class for next year that they're going to sign on December 20th, when he left, the Gophers needed to find another quarterback. So they were scouring and looking at film and finding guys that were currently uncommitted to places. And they came across Drake Lindsay and Greg Harbo, the offensive coordinator, called their offensive coordinator at Fayetteville and was like, what's the deal with this kid? Because the film is standing out, he's popping. He's got a, he's got great accuracy, uh, great arm strength. Uh, looks really poised in the pocket. Threw for over three thousand yards and thirty five touchdowns his his junior year. I mean, and people were surprised that he was still on the market. The Gophers got in 
on him and, and created a relationship and, and they really like what PJ Fleck and, and the Gophers are doing at Minnesota. And I think there's an understanding in how PJ Fleck has runs his offense and develops quarterbacks and wants to kind of put in the time. I think they've, you know, the Gophers have a commitment in Max Brosmer, a transfer from the University of New Hampshire, and Drake Lindsay's been very supportive uh, on X about his addition. So I think he knows that he's going to, you know, develop and take a little bit of time and not come in and, and play right away, but but develop and maybe get that shot uh, a year from now. So I think you kind of understand that, especially with, with quarterbacks. Uh, to answer your question about you know, kind of the portal and the influence that that can have, I think the biggest thing is, is you know, obviously there's flashy numbers and, Matt Rule said a good quarterback in the portal is a million, million and a half, maybe two million to, to bring that guy in. I think in, in the Gophers' experience, they just want to be competitive. They want to give something to, to players, the Dinkintown athletes, wants to provide opportunities and, and money to kind of sustain them. I, I don't think the Gophers are going to be a, a program that, that dives into those deep waters, but if they give something to them uh, that's instrumental in, in you know making ends meet and, and giving them a, a leg up, uh, I think that's what they found to be successful, and the proof is in the 15 guys coming back that are returning starters for next year. Andy, real quick, as far as the, the state of Minnesota, though, it looks like we're going to lose out on at least two or three or maybe more of the highest-level recruits. Um, is there anything we can do? Is that going to be all about uh, NIL money, or how's that going to work? The kid out of Prior Lake, and I know he's looking at USC, or he's maybe he's committed, but I know we can decommit as well. But is there any chance yeah. we get the safety or the linebacker or the D lineman or any, any of the big high-level guys? Are we able to hold anybody here in Minnesota? Yeah, so I think the as far as in-state recruiting goes, I think the Gophers, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but have six or seven of the top ten. So they're doing a good job of keeping uh, players home. Uh, but typically the, the top guys go elsewhere. White Gilmore uh, is looked at. Him and Coy Parrish, the safety uh, at ESCO. White Gilmore, uh, Rogers defensive end, he's going to, to Oklahoma. It's pretty standard that the top guys in Minnesota will go elsewhere. Now, that doesn't mean they can't come back. Look at Quinn Carroll, who's a starting right tackle for the Gophers. He came back after going to Notre Dame. So the, t- the transfer portal taketh and it, it giveth as well. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, the, that's the concern, right? Coy Parrish, uh, four-star safety from ESCO, uh, committed to the Gophers in May. Uh, the same day he committed to the Gophers, Ohio State called him uh, and said that they were interested. So the Buckeyes, he, I think he was in Columbus. Uh, this weekend for an official visit. I think he's going to Florida State next weekend. Uh, I think on Wednesday, P.J. Fleck was in his living room uh, talking to him about his commitment and, and giving his spiel on, on what he wants at Minnesota. And I asked P.J. In a, in a quick lane bowl press conference this week about, you know, what do you do in these situations where, you know, your recruits have wandering eyes? And he said, just kind of reaffirm the reason that we recruited them in the first place and, and hope that they stay true to their word with us. I think there's always a, a concern and you always have to re-recruit, right? I think the phrase goes is, you know, once you give your commitment, that's when recruiting really starts. And I think that's the case with Coy, the, with the Buckeyes coming calling the day he committed to Minnesota. So it's just how it works. And, and you might lose on guys and you might be recruiting guys that are committed elsewhere as things wind down here in the next 10 or so days. So like I said, it, it comes and goes and, and hopefully they're able to, to keep them because right now the recruiting class 
is pretty strong. I think it's in the top 30 in the nation. Andy, real quick, before we let you go, it looks like the Gophers just landed another big recruit, a defensive lineman out of Florida International, Jordan Garad, I believe his name is, 6'3", 295, uh, had two sacks last season, 38 total tackles uh, for them. What do you know about this guy, and, and, and is this a big deal uh, for that defense? You know, they've, they've got a lot of people coming back uh, along the defensive line, but they're losing – Kyler Baugh, who's a transfer from Houston Baptist, who made the jump from FCS, he's moving on. So they need to find a, an anchor in the middle of the defense, defensive line, and, and he's going to try to help fill that spot. I, I, it's, not a, it's not a flashy commitment. It's not <laughs> the biggest kind of commitment, but I think it's important to kind of bring in guys that, that are depth pieces that can, that can take a lot of snaps to be part of that rotation. All right, Andy Greeter, thank you so much. Good to have you this morning. Uh, maybe we'll talk quickly in bowl next time before <laughs> we never even got to it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, take care, guys. Thank Andy you. Greeter from the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press, TwinCities.com. Take a break. We'll come back with the fast break. You're listening to The Huddle. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's my Space own sound laser sound. sound. Yeah, you can add your own yeah. sound effects. That's all right. This is radio, right? We want more sound effects all the time. I love it. Uh, all right, we'll start out here. Let's go, Pete. Number one. I feel like I normally go Dave, so we're gonna we're gonna change it up here. Pete, you're going first me. here today. Shohei Otani, oh, seven hundred yes. million dollar man. We'll get into this more later. Uh, uh, just discussing more about is he worth it? All that kind of stuff. Um, but $70 million per year for 10 years. There's a lot of deferred money on that as well to make the roster of the Dodgers a little bit more manageable million. per show. Hit you $700 million. <laughs> $70 million over t- uh, a year it's for 10 years. monopoly money. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, Pete, my question, 10 years, $700 million. People just keep saying that. It's been the story of the day in Japan. Here, uh, people are awestruck over that amount of money over – any time frame, really, but uh, the ten-year time frame of that contract. My question, though, Pete, seven hundred million dollars, ten years. What's your first purchase? You're in his <laughs> shoes. What are you buying? What are you grabbing? Oh, you're going a totally direct, different direction. We're going to get into we're, we're going to get into the baseball portion later. We've got we've got some time devoted. We're going to talk yeah. about Shohei. It is a big deal. We will get into it. But what are you buying? Don't you got to treat yourself a little bit, Dave? I mean, you know, oh, Charlie. Yeah. When, when you see that kind of money, I mean, it's, you know, there's expressions for it that I can't use, but it's just amazing. It, it, it is amazing. So what would I do if I were he? Uh, well, you know, you, you obviously are set for life and you're, you're going to do all the smart things that you need to do so that you are set for the rest of your life. But I don't know. Don't you got to go out and find one of the coolest cars ever and actually trick it out? Really? <laughs> You're going vehicle. Car. Okay. I'm going to go vehicle because he's going to get the house. We all know that. that he's going to get some crazy house. But, you know, it's and it will be in L.A. And it's probably going to be somewhere in Malibu or something like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, there's something really cool. And guys love doing it because even when I was playing in the NFL and the dollars were completely different, 
guys would show up. We had a, we had one year where we had a, a quarterback who actually showed up in a, in a, in a tricked out Mercedes where he tr- created a four, it was a four door Mercedes, but he turned it into a, into a convertible. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. <laughs> Why didn't you just buy a convertible? So, well, because it's two door back yeah. then, you know, they, <laughs> he wanted a four door and he wanted, and they want to make a statement, you know, you got to make it a yeah. little bit different, something totally different. But yeah, I think the vehicle a- angle is probably a great angle. I thought I and really... then you maybe Louis Vuitton seats or something in there. I don't know. <laughs> you go all out. <laughs> I thought you were going to go one of everything at the hunt and fish club. One well, of every oh, steak. Hey. Yeah, that's a great call. That's a great I would, call. Um, I I want a, I want a a nice house, and I, on on a private lake. I don't care where, um, but somewhere where it's it's like it's probably San Diego because I want it to be like seventy all year round. I never want to shovel snow again, uh, and I want a beautiful <laughs> I want a beautiful house on a lake with my own and no one else is around it. Uh, but actually, you know what I'd really buy? It's something I've always wanted when I if I've ever become a multi millionaire, which I'm. I'm starting to think might not happen in my life. Just starting. <laughs> never say never. Never say never. It's always the I next want, uh, uh, scratch off, right? You never know. I want a Rolex watch. That's it. Oh, I, yeah. I have. I have always wanted. I'm a watch guy. I love watches. I want a I'm Rolex. A, a really nice one. See, I. That's so doable, though. You know that that's a possibility, <laughs> right? I want well, something I absurd. Say, Get a yacht. It's got to be absurd, Dave. Get a well, yacht. Be absurd. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Charlie. <laughs> I'm going to customize it because I like them. I like them a little bigger, and the, sometimes the Rolexes, like the Submariners, you know, like they're sure. smaller. I want it a little bigger. And you, I, I um, understand you can go crazy fancy with them. Some but, diamonds you know. in there, you know, something that every time <laughs> I look it, at it, I go, "Yep, I did that." But isn't it like, Patek Philippe? Isn't that the the real, real fancy one? That's, Maybe I don't know. Am I wrong? I'm not fancy enough. <laughs> Pete, am I wrong? I, no, no, I think you're right, and yeah. and, and, I, and I think that's exactly right. I, I I'm going to go back and say, you know what? Forget the car. How about the jet? That's where it really there matters. Go. There you, you go. G5, don't you want to yeah. get? I I think about this all the time, guys. I don't have a private jet, but when you're in a private jet or have a private jet access to it, how great is that? You could wake up today, Dave, and as soon as the show's over, you could say, you know what, honey, let's go to Florida. Let's go to Miami tonight and go to Joe's Stone Crab for dinner. Then we'll Gosh, fly that home. That sounds great. That sounds <laughs> wonderful, like doesn't Stone it? Crab. That sounds, that sounds <laughs> doesn't awesome. sound so yeah, bad. <laughs> All right, we're going over to you, Dave. All of a sudden, and don't worry, I'm not getting ahead of myself, but Ben Johnson's go for basketball team looks maybe possibly not the worst team in the conference. They, they haven't looked now. horrible. <laughs> they dominated the teams they should dominate. They've lost a couple bad ones, San Francisco. I'm looking at you. But they beat Nebraska the other day, again, at home. But Nebraska's not really that bad of a team this year. Maybe they're not great, but they don't seem that bad. They've got – and the, I think it was Imanaga is their, is their leading scorer. And they've held them without a, a field goal the entire game. Uh, against the Gophers. Dawson Garcia out, by the way, for both of these last two wins, and they're still putting up really good numbers. My question to you, Dave, what needs to happen for Ben Johnson this season? Now that you've seen this team, we've seen what's going on. Does he need to make the tournament to stick around? Does he need to make the NIT? Does he just need to put up a solid performance, maybe a seventh in the conference this year, what needs to happen for Ben Johnson to stick around as the go for basketball coach next? Well, week? the bar is so low at this point. I mean, this is <laughs> when we're talking about the fact that they're kind of maybe beating some semi okay, maybe sort of good teams. <laughs> um, first of all, 
Call me when they have more than one Big Ten win, right? I mean, they beat Nebraska, but they well, lost to Ohio games. State. Yeah, it's two games, right? And let's not let's not discredit the the huge victory over South Carolina, upstate, uh, Arkansas, Pine Bluff. I, I I mean, it's just I I guess I don't know what I have to see out of Ben Johnson because I don't really know what their expectations were for him, and and to be completely honest, where he came from with the experience he had. Uh, and, and what he had to surround himself with, which is some really great assistant coaches. I don't know that that he ever really had a chance to start with. It is very difficult right now to recruit men's basketball in the state of Minnesota because everybody's leaving. And, and you have a facility that's older. You have a practice facility that's okay. But when you look at some of these other schools and what they have, it's nothing compared to them. Yeah, I mean, and, and so it's really hard. So, so to, to answer your question, in order to keep him, I mean, I'd say as long as they make the NIT, you can, you can continue. Because, but if you expect more out of him, if Mark Coyle expects more out of him, whose fault is that? He's exactly what he was when he came in. He's a decent recruiter, and we didn't, he, he was okay as a coach. We didn't know a whole lot because from what I remember when they hired him, it was like, oh, okay, let's look up who, who this guy is and where he comes from. I mean, from. They, they've kept some kids in state. I mean, you, uh, Braden Carrington was Mr. Basketball his senior year, Farrell Payne, uh, Ola Joseph. They got Asima next year coming down from Cherry, uh, who's who's a big point guard. So it's not like there, there hasn't been uh, recruiting for a bit. I think the, the, the big question, though, is going to be this year what's happening in Fort Collins, Colorado, at Colorado State University, one of the best basketball schools in the country right now coached by Minnesota's very own Nico Medved, mm-hmm. uh, who, who was up for be, the job, who, who was who up was for the job. For and I, I think there's going to be some suitors this year uh, for Nico. Uh, so do you want to ride it out with Ben at this point? If Nico's available and he wants it, uh, you know, uh, well, th- that's a question though. Does he want it? If is Nico Colorado state it. to Minnesota, that much of an upgrade that if he waits and has a little more success, he couldn't go higher. Well, he's a Minnesota guy through and through. I, oh, I think we love that. that don't we? We do. <laughs> we do. Everybody who ever leaves. We wants do. To come that's back. our biggest. That's our biggest. We, we, have we it. know you want to come back. We know you love snow <laughs> from love September it. to April. Well, he did want it. Are hey, you he kidding? wanted it last time. He was up for uh-huh. it and he wanted it last time. And he got, yeah. And you know what? If I were him and they passed me over and I went to Colorado state and dominated, I'm moving right on down the road. And you know the problem, guys, is let's say Minnesota, let's say that all falls into place. Uh, is Minnesota really the the only option for him if he has a great year there? No, in Colorado? He'll have I mean, all this all of a sudden his options become something much bigger. And does he want to come to Minnesota? Does he think he's going to be able to recruit the state well enough? I mean, I, I was listening to you, Charlie, and I don't disagree at all. We've we've recruited the state pretty well. But have we gotten the the cream of the cream? Uh, you know, the, the, yep. have we gotten the very best players, or are they still going to places like Duke, or Baylor, or wherever they may end up? Gonzaga. And that's, yep. You know, and and we've gone through the gauntlet of of McAllister and Bethune Cookman and, and UTSA and some of that. I mean, we've gotten through that, but but I I do think that the reality is it all comes down to the Big Ten season, right? Uh, it, we we have to have at least a five hundred right? Big 10 season, I think. Yeah, uh, if to. we don't have that, we've got to make changes, guys, because the other problem is all of a sudden we don't have attendance. We're going to have problems mm-hmm. with that. And, you know, the money generating sports, we're fortunate in Minnesota because we have hockey as well. But football, hockey, you know, you've, you've got to get those 
fans in the stands. And if we're not able to do that because we're not at a level, uh, changes have to be made. Pete's on the phone with Nico after this show. All right. <laughs> Two more questions. We're going to go quick because we're running a little bit behind. Yeah. Uh, we're back to you, Pete. Congratulations once again to the Los Angeles Lakers on winning the inaugural in-season tournament. Also, of course, congratulations to LeBron James, the youngest ever in-season tournament MVP. 38 years old, the youngest one in the history of the in-season tournament. Can you believe that? By all accounts, it was pretty successful. It got a lot of interest in this kind of playoffy like basketball towards the beginning to middle of the season. A lot of eyes, a lot of attendance, and stirred up a lot of that playoff interest. But the Lakers, the winners of this, are still just 14-9. and nine. That is four entire games back of your first-place Timberwolves. What would you rather have as a fan, an in-season tournament victory or first place in the conference on the day of that tournament championship? Yeah, I like where we're sitting. <laughs> I like what the Timberwolves have done. But this just shows you, though, guys, that the NBA has to try things because they are struggling. When you look at ratings, their ratings are not great, and, and they just continue to be sort of in the category of where they are. It's not even close, guys, to the NFL. I mean, not even close. Well, so, who is? Uh, that's true. And, and it's, and it's very difficult, but, the, but they are, uh, you know, they're, they're in a spot where they're, they've just gotten stagnant over time and it's just not there. So this was a good idea probably, but I'm not too impressed. And, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that, uh, that LeBron was able to get through the, the load management on his whole thing and get through there and be able to play to get that big MVP <laughs> shot yeah. in for that midseason. <laughs> yeah, I believe D'Angelo Russell announced what he was doing with his winnings. He said, yeah, it'll pay for uh, two of my summer vacations, maybe maybe one over the All-Star break. Wow. They, uh, they made some it? money, actually. It was, though, I believe, right? like a million dollars a play. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, that's really, a heck of a vacation. You can get that watch, Dave. <laughs> for, I know. I, I could, listen, I, the coolest thing about the, end, the in-season tournament was the courts, right? I mean, I love the, oh, the blue court. It's different. Heinous. That's the, Hideous. Oh, there you go. Uh, Ratings-wise, I think in-season tournament, the highest game was was 2.17 million. That was yeah. Pelicans-Lakers. Uh, that was the other day. But, I mean, that was a championship game. Yep. And and still there's one, two, three, four, five other games, including Victor Weminyana's, uh debut, that was markedly higher. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I, I'm with you. I don't know that I'd consider it a success. I don't really know. Fifth highest rated it, game of the season. I, I would and what a, would a random would a random I guess the question is would a random what was it on a, a Tuesday or something a random Tuesday night Lakers Pelicans game be the fifth highest rated you know basketball game of the season if this was not happening I, well if it's on TNT okay. maybe I mean they're also all nationally televised games <laughs> yeah. so all right guys and, and they got to compete against the housewives of Beverly Hills so I don't know oh, <laughs> no. all right quick one guys we're running behind Dave. Okay. We seem to be at the turning point of the Vikings season today, in my opinion. Win in Vegas today. They've still got a pretty dang good chance of making the playoffs, but a loss, and that chance goes to 20% or below. I'm forgetting the exact number. It's around there, though. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, Dave, we're not. I'm not dooming yet, but theoretically they lose today. What do you look at for the rest of the season from this Viking team? Do you just say, you know what, Jaron Hall, it's, it's your team from now on. Do what you can with it. Maybe we tank. Maybe we don't. Or are you playing your butts off? You're still going for Dobbs. You're still doing whatever to try to win every single game. Well, I, I don't necessarily. It, it depends on how they feel about Jaron Hall to me. 
if they think he actually has any chance of being something, I would not play him down the stretch because he'll either get hurt or it'll or it will damage his play uh, and it will ruin him for the rest of who knows how long. Uh, especially if he doesn't have guys who are playing as hard as they can, then he's trying to throw to receivers who are going to miss the ball. He's going to get sacked a lot. He's going to get happy feet and Pete. You know how much like that just really damages a quarterback. So if they lose today and they're out of it, I actually would continue to play Dobbs because who cares? I mean, he's not going to be here next year. We probably all know that. Maybe he will, but but the chance that you're going to quote unquote ruin him for the foreseeable future doesn't happen. So I would still play Dobbs. I'm interested to see what Jaron Hall has, but not at the expense of ruining him going forward. If they actually have anything, any sort of belief in him. Yeah, I think just generally when you look at the schedule after this game, if we lose this game, it's going to be brutal, guys. We still have two yeah. games against the Lions. We got to play the Packers, who suddenly are a playoff potential team. And Jordan Love is playing at a higher level than he did at the beginning of the season, for sure. So uh, there is no gimmies for the Vikings, even as we get past the Raiders. It's going to be an interesting run to the end. All right. Take a quick break, Charlie. Thanks for the fast break. We'll finish up hour number one after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.